Hello, my name is Andy Black. Thank you for choosing to listen to today's health update so the truth can set you free. This is the fastest 30 minutes on the radio covering health, freedoms, and faith. Remember, just because you see it on television doesn't mean it's true. Just because the news reports it doesn't mean it's true. The deep state's goal is to cause so much fear that we will gladly and without resistance give up our freedoms in the name of the common good. Beware, communism always stresses it's for the common good. 2024 is the year that we must be diligent, informed, active in our republic, and prepared to defend our nation and our freedoms. And that is why we recommend everyone listen to today's health update. Yes, we tell the truth about the health of our society, but we also tell the truth concerning the spiritual health of our nation, so you will know what is coming and how to respond. So now, listen to the fastest 30 minutes on the radio with Roy Williams. You will be glad you did. Hello everyone, it's that time again, today's health update. I am Roy Williams, the guru of good health, the superintendent of supplementation. And as most of you know, especially you uh, long-time listeners, uh, this show is not just about the health of the human body, although we do spend a lot of time talking about physical health and nutrition and ways to maintain a balance in the human body. Uh, for the flesh age, I call it. I mean, we're living in the flesh age. That's where our spirits have been... Uh, born of water through a woman uh, into this society, into the age that we're in now. We're in the second earth age, and that is the flesh age. And it's a testing time where God is testing us to see, uh, you know, are we going to worship him? Are we going to follow him? Are we going to fall into the man's traditions and Satan's ideas? That's, I mean, it boils down to that. And whether you agree with that or not, I can show you biblically if you're interested, exactly how I come up with these concepts and and uh, can prove uh, that. Th- I'm, let me say it this way. Uh, anybody who comes to me now and starts talking to me about spiritual things or, uh, you know, uh, religious things, we might call them. I check it out in the Bible. Uh, and the reason I do that is because Jesus said in, uh, you know, himself to his disciples and to us through the prophets He said, Behold, I have told you all things. There was nothing left out. So when people come to you with spiritual ideas and and concepts and things that uh, don't seem to set right in your mind, find it in God's Word. If it's not in God's Word, uh, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm not going to buy into it, and I'm not going to follow along with it. Uh, Because God told me everything I need to know in his book about the flesh age. Now, he didn't tell me how to spend my money, although there's some good ideas in there. But he did give us a lot of wisdom to live on this earth. As a matter of fact, right now, you know, I'm teaching Proverbs. Uh, We're in Proverbs uh, uh, chapter uh, 26, going to begin with verse 5. If you want to follow along in the King James Version, because this is Monday school. Uh, I don't teach Sunday school anymore because the church I was going to during COVID shut down, and I realized that wasn't biblical. <laughs> I'm telling you the truth. That's uh, God laid it on my heart that that's not biblical, uh, that you're putting your faith in science instead of God. And, uh, you know, I switched. I started thinking, well, my, my Sunday school members need to still be taught the Word of God, chapter by chapter and verse by verse. 
Uh, so I switched to uh, doing it on my radio show on Mondays, and that's why I'm teaching this. But uh, I want you to pay attention to what's going on. I challenge all of you, too, to uh, read Matthew chapter 24. Uh, please go through that and read it so you'll be aware of what's going on. And I want you to pay particular attention to the subject, the object of what's being talked about, and the order in which Christ told us that things would happen. Because uh, I'm going to be teaching soon, and uh, right after I finish Proverbs, uh, in a few weeks I'll be talking and teaching from the books of First and Second Thessalonians, where Paul makes it very clear exactly what's going to happen and a lot of the order it's going in. You can read uh, First and Second Peter to get the same uh, concepts, you know, uh, If I can verify it in the Bible, especially with two or more witnesses, two or more places in the Bible that that confirm it, uh, it's the Word of God. God's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He never changes. You ought to take a lot of comfort in that. You know what that means? It means you can count on what was written. By who? By the prophets. Uh, And when people start telling you there's other books of the Bible that's been left out, you better be careful. Uh, There were books that wasn't added to the Bible. Because they they uh, they couldn't canonize them, they didn't have enough of uh, of God's word in there to to stick with that, uh, like all the rest of them do. So, uh, God made sure that we had a a, a, a companion. It's called the Bible. Uh, he he gave that to us, and he gave us the word of God, and he made sure that there was enough of it in there that if we'll do our part, and he said, study. I'm going to say that again. He said. Study to show yourself approved. I want to ask you a question. Does the church you go to teach the Word of God? And I don't mean do they get up there and read a verse out of the Bible here and a verse out of the Bible there and then talk for 30 minutes about people's lives. That's not teaching the Word of God. Uh, When Jesus said, I've told you all things, he told it all. Teach the Word of God. You need to be involved with the church that's teaching the Word of God, chapter by chapter, verse by verse, so you'll know what God wanted us to know, not what some man wants us to know. Not traditions of man. The Bible talks a lot about the traditions of man. And don't get involved with that is what he's teaching us, okay? Uh, so check it out. Uh, find out. is your Are you learning the Word of God when you go to church? Because if you aren't, you need to be thinking that through. That's all I'm going to say about that. Proverbs chapter 26, verse 5. Follow along the King James Version because... Uh, I'm writing a book called Start With Wisdom. I'm just about through with it and about to go to the publisher with it. Uh, But what it does, it gives you the King James Version. The problem with the King James Version, even though it's the the, the 1800 model, (laughs) I call it, uh, it was was rewritten in more modern English in 1800s. But guess what? Our English has changed a lot since then. So I have people all the time tell me, I read the Bible, but it don't make any sense to me. And then when I teach them uh, the Word of God, uh, where I break down what was written in the 1800s King James Version, using the Strong's Concordance, I break it down into the Hebrew and the Greek. And when I do that, and I put the modern English in there without changing what God said, I don't change anything God said. I would never do that. But what I do is I break it down into modern English, and people go, finally, for the first time in my life, I'm understanding God's Word. I've had people tell me, you know, I, I was in church my whole life, and I knew there had to be something I, uh, missing. There's something not there that I should have been being taught. And when they start hearing the Word of God as it was a, intended for us to study it and read it and understand it, it changes lives. So uh, I challenge you. I challenge you. Read Matthew 
uh, chapter 24, and let's get ready for what's coming. Uh, right now, though, uh, Proverbs chapter 26, verse 5, King James Version says, Answer a fool according to his folly, lest he be wise in his own conceit. Now, you notice they use the word a lot, he is, he, her, they don't use her much. Uh, but remember, that is, that's non-gender. It goes to both male and female. So I rewrite it in modern English, uh, where it's not male or female, but to all people. Because the Bible's written to all people, not just males. Okay, get that through your head. Uh, in any, if you're involved in a church that thinks women ought to keep their mouths shut, you need to really look into the Bible and see how many times God used women. Wow. Uh, if, uh, come on, folks, let's get real. When it says his or him or he, guess what? It's non-gender. Get that in your head, unless it's speaking specifically about the gender, and you'll know that when you're reading it, if it is or not. But here's uh, chapter 26, verse 5 in modern English. Answer the stupid. By the way, that's what fool means in, in Hebrew. It means stupid. We un, I mean, in English, fool means stupid in modern English. Answer the stupid according to their foolishness. That's what folly means. Or they will seem shrewd in their own eyes. <laughs> well, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll think they're wise. You know, you can ask them. They'll tell you, we're smart. Yeah, you're smart, all right, in the ways of man, but are you smart in the ways of God? Verse 20, I mean, verse 6, chapter 26, verse 6, King James says, He that sendeth a message by the hand of a fool, there's that word again, the stupid, in other words, uh, cutteth off the feet, and drinketh damage. Now, you know, you got to realize that that's not real easy for the average American to understand. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to read it to you in modern English. Anyone that sends an important message by the hands of a stupid person impedes delivery and ingest violence, or in other words, causes harm. If you look the words up that's in, that, in the King James, that's what those words mean. Verse 7, the legs of the lame are not equal, so is a parable in the mouth of fools. Okay, let's read that in modern English. The legs of the crippled are not effective. Neither is a proverb coming from the mouth of a stupid person. You know what proverbs means? It means uh, short cliches that have a bigger and deeper message. That's what a proverb is. Proverbs come from God, okay? Uh, 26, 8, chapter 26, verse 8, King James Version. As he that bindeth a stone in a sling, so is he that giveth honor to a fool. Modern English. To tie a stone in a sling, in other words, it can't come out. You can swing that thing, swing that thing around, 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 and let it go. The, the rock don't go nowhere. Why? Because it's tied to the, in the sling. That's what it meant when it says bindeth a stone in the sling. To tie a stone in a sling, modern English, is like giving glory to a foolish person. Please don't do that. If you honor or give glory to a foolish person, they're going to be even come even more foolish because they're going to think they're really smart when they aren't. Come on, folks. 26 9, okay? Verse 9, King James Version. As a thorn, as a thorn goeth up into the hand of a drunkard, so is a parable in the mouth of fools. Let's read that in modern English. A drunk with a handful of thorns is like a wise person saying, uh, I'm sorry, is like a wise saying from a stupid person. You know, this, uh, this part of Proverbs is talking to you a lot about 
uh, foolishness and, and people that think they're smart that really aren't. Verse 10, King James Version, the great God that formed all things both rewardeth the fool and rewardeth transgressors. Huh, what does that mean? Well, the mighty God that formed all things makes sure that both the foolish and the guilty get what they deserve. You know, I used to read that verse 10 and think, what does that mean? God rewards both the fool and the transgressor? Well, yeah, but if you read that in Hebrew, it means uh, both the, the foolish and the guilty get what they deserve. Well, isn't that what we want? That's what God wants. He makes sure we get what we deserve. You reap what you sow. You can't get around that. Verse 11, King James Version, As a dog returneth to his vomit, so a fool returneth to his folly. Let's read that in modern English. As sure as a dog will return to its vomit, and if you've been raised, been around dogs and been dogs being raised, you know they'll do that. They'll actually go back and eat their own vomit. Isn't that sick? But, you know, so let's look at that that way. As sure as a dog will return to its vomit, a foolish person will repeat their foolishness. It seems like they don't learn. Why? Because they don't. They're hard-headed. They're thick-headed. They want to do it their way, and they don't want to think there's anybody else knows more than they do. Don't hang around that kind of person. Please don't. 2612, King James Version. Seest thou a man wise in his own conceit? There's more hope for a fool than of him. Let's read that in modern English. Have you met someone who is wise in their own mind? In other words, they think they're special. They're smarter than anybody else. What does it say next? You should have more expectations from the stupid than them. It just put them in their place, folks. 13. A slothful man saith there's a line in the way, a line in the streets. What does slothful mean? It means lazy. So let's read it in modern English. A lazy person makes excuses by saying, there's a line roaming around, waiting in the streets. In other words, I'm not going to go to work today. Man, I could step in a pothole and sprain my ankle. <laughs> you know, you can carry that to a thousand different levels. It may come a, 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 a tornado today and, and, tear, and kill me. And I'm not getting out in that. Come on, folks. Uh, life's hard. But God gives us the ability to endure if we put him first and we, if we trust in him, he'll, he'll provide for us. He promised us that. Uh, let's go to 14. As the door turneth upon his hinges, so doth the slothful upon his bed. Modern English. As sure as the door turns on its hinges, so does a lazy person turn in their bed. You can't get them up to get them going. They'd rather lay there and sleep their life away, as my dad used to say. Fifteen, the slothful hideth his hand in his bosom. It grieveth him to bring it again to his mouth. Modern English. In other words, the lazy person will hide their hand in their coat. It frustrates them to take it, uh, to take food to their own mouth. That's what that's saying. Uh, lazy people. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. If you study the Word of God, you'll find out God don't think a whole lot of lazy people. He sure don't. He expects you to work with what he gave you, the gifts he gave you. Uh, read the, the story where Jesus gave the three men talents. Look what he did to the lazy one. 16. 
The sluggard is wiser in his own conceit than seven men that can render a reason. See, these lazy people, these, these foolish people, these conceited people, they think they know more than anybody else. So let's read that in modern English. Many lazy people think more highly of themselves than seven people that can render good judgment. In other words, we know more than anybody else. I don't have to do that. 2617, uh, King James, he that passeth by and meddleth with strife, belonging not to him, is like one that taketh a dog by the ears. That's a little hard to understand unless you look at it in modern English. Those that get involved with a stranger's controversy can be compared to someone aggravating a mad dog. <laughs> Come on, folks, don't bite into that. <laughs> that don't turn out good. 18, as a madman who casteth fire bands, arrows, and death, modern English, you can compare a crazy person that, shout, that shoots fireworks, arrows, and deadly objects. Okay, now that's, that's 18. You've got to tie this one to 19. So is the man that deceiveth his neighbor and saith, I, am I not in sport? So remember, you've got to tie those two together. So you can compare a crazy person that shoots firecrackers, arrows, and deadly objects uh, to this, and let's read 19 in modern English uh, so that we'll get a clear picture. Uh, you can compare them to someone who tells lies about a friend and then says it was a joke. Don't be dying about you, friends. You can destroy a reputation in, in, in minutes. Uh, don't, be, don't be busybody and uh, caught up in gossip. Come on, folks. That's what that's talking about. 20. King James Version, where no wood is, there the fire goeth out. So where there is no tailbear, the strife ceaseth. Now, you know, he's talking about uh, the fire goes out if there's not enough wood. You ever build a fire? You ever have a campfire? As long as you keep plenty fuel in there, wood, it'll burn. It'll burn, but without it, it goes out. So let's read that in modern English. Without fuel, the fire will go out. Where there is no gossip, the discord will cease to be. Where there's no what? Gossip. That's what a tailbearer is. They're telling lies. They're just spreading gossip. Don't get involved with that. 21. As coals are to burning coals and wood to fire, so is a contentious man in, 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 kindle, in kindle strife. Okay? Uh, what does that mean? That's a little hard to understand. Let's read it in modern English. As sure as adding coals to burning coals and wood to a fire increases heat, so will a quarreling man cause more strife. That's what that means, contentious, or it's quarreling, aggravating, always looking for what's wrong. 22, King James, the words of a tailbearer, what's a tailbearer? Remember, it's gossip. The words of a tailbearer are as wounds, and they go down into the innermost parts of the belly. What does that mean, innermost parts of the belly? Let's read it in modern English. The words of a gossip damage like a hard blow, and they go down deep to the very core of emotions. You see, it's important that you understand the Word of God in modern English, especially if you're teaching children or new Christians. you got to break it down so they can understand it without changing the meaning or what it says. Be careful of those people that change what the Bible's saying, that changes the subject, that changes uh, the object that's being talked about. Boy, that happens a lot. It's happened with the rapture theory, which is just a theory. It's not true. Uh, we aren't going anywhere, folks. Don't believe that lie. 23, 
burning lips and a wicked heart are like a part shred covered with silver dross. What does that mean? It means lying lips combined with an evil mind are like a clay pot covered with silver plating. Oh, it looks good on the surface, but underneath it's worthless. 24, he that hateth dissembleth with his lips. He that what? He that hateth. He that hates everything. He comes and he's just negative about everything. Will destroy things with his lips. And it, then it finished that, and King James says, and layeth up deceit within him. Let's read that in modern English. Those who are hateful may disguise themselves with their speech while holding deception within. You know people like that. 25, when he speaketh fair, believeth, believe him not. Talking about the same person. When he speaketh fair, believe him not. For there are seven abominations in his heart. Now, what does abominations mean? Let me read it in modern English. When he says something kind, that's his person that's spreading lies, don't fall for it, for they harbor many detestable plots in their mind. They are flat messing you up on their lying and they're deceiving you. 26, whose hatred is covered by deceit, his wickedness shall be, shall be showed before the whole congregation. Now notice how showed is spelled there. You need to get that in modern English and help people understand it. The one whose hatred is concealed by deception, their unholiness will be exposed to the whole community. You can't get away with things, folks. God's always watching what's going on. You will reap what you sow. Don't ever believe any different from that. Okay? 27. Whoso diggeth the pit shall fall therein, and he that rolleth the stone, it will return upon him. Let's read it in modern English. Those who create deceptions will be found out. And those who lay blame upon the Lord, it will return to them. You see, you got to tie what the subject is. It's being talked about through these uh, to carry it to the next verse. Those who create deceptions, in other words, they're liars, they're deceiving you, will be found out. There's no chance they won't be. And those who lay blame upon the Lord, it will return to them. You better be careful when you go to blaming God for something. It just blows my mind when people say, how could God let that happen to that child? You better be careful. Don't you blame God for what happens to that child. If we were if we were living according to God's word, things like that, that, you know, when people do evil things to children, we'd catch them and we would punish them like we were taught to and it would go away. It would cease to be. Don't you blame God. Boy, don't ever blame God. He'll return it right to you, only worse. 28, a lying tongue hateth those that are affected by it. You ever know someone that's lying to you? They don't like you if you don't believe it. That's what that says. A lying tongue hateth, the person that's lying, hateth those that are afflicted by it, and a flattering mouth worketh ruin. Let's read that in modern English. One who tells lies hates those that are opposed by them. I mean, that are oppressed by them. You got to remember, that's what afflicted means. You've been oppressed. Uh, you know what they're trying to do to you, and it makes you mad and you turn on them. Let's read the end of that in modern English. And a smooth talker causes downfall. That's what they do. 27.1, chapter 27, verse 1. Now we may change the subject here. Boast not thyself of tomorrow, for thou knowest not what a day may bring forth. Modern English. Don't be arrogant concerning the future, for no one knows what may occur. You've lived, probably those of you living, listening to this, live long enough to know that's true. 
2, verse 2, chapter 27, King James. Let another man praise thee, and not thine own mouth, a stranger, and not thine own lips. Modern English. Let someone else praise you, and not yourself, an outsider, and not your own mouth. That's pretty easy to understand, simple as it can be. 3. A stone is heavy, and the sand weighty, but a fool's wrath is heavier than them both. Modern English. A boulder's heavy, and sand is weighty, but a fool's anger is harder to bear than both of them. You've got to think that through, but that's, that's exactly what it means. Wrath is cruel, to verse 4, and angry is outrageous. I'm sorry, and anger is outrageous, but who is able to stand before envy? Now pay attention to this word envy. What does that mean? Okay, modern English. Rage can be cruel, and anger is overbearing, but who is strong enough to stand up against jealousy? Boy, jealousy can ruin you, and the people that are jealous can ruin lives. Verse 5, open rebuke is better than secret love. Modern English, to openly correct someone, that's what rebuke is, to openly correct someone is more acceptable than concealing a growing friendship. 6, faithful are the wounds of a friend, but the kisses of an enemy are deceitful. What's the wounds of a friend? It's someone telling you the truth, probably. It, it hurts sometimes when you believe something and then find out you've been lied to and they start teaching you the truth, it can hurt. In modern English, it would read this way, trustworthy are the bruises or corrections of a loyal friend, but the affections of an enemy are to deceive. When that enemy starts treating you nice and saying kind things about you, they're being deceitful. Seven, the full, <coughs> the full soul loatheth in honeycomb, but to the hungry soul, every bitter thing is sweet. That's real simple in modern English. The satisfied person dislikes honey, but to a hungry person, even disagreeable food is pleasant. You get hungry enough, about everything tastes good. Eight, as a bird that wandereth from her nest, <clears throat> so is a man that wandereth from his plan. Uh, modern English, as a bird that flees her nest, so is so it is with anyone uh, banished from their place of birth. If you can't return to the place you're born, you're in pretty bad shape, and it's scary. Nine, ornament and perfume rejoice the heart, so doth the sweetness of a man's friend by hearty counsel. Modern English, olive oil and incense make the heart glad, so does the pleasantness of a loving friend by thoughtful advice. <clears throat> if you got a true friend, they'll give you the truth. And they'll give you good advice. 10. Thine own friend and thy father's friend forsake not, neither go into thy brother's house in the day of thy calamity. For better is a neighbor that is near than a brother far off. That's a big sentence. It's a big verse. So let me read it in modern English. Your own friend and your parents' friend should not be abandoned. Neither should you visit your relative's house in the day of disaster. Because better is a relative that is near than a brother far away. You see, uh, <clears throat> you want to uh, you want to stay true to the people that's true to you. Verse eleven: My son, be wise and make my heart glad, that I may answer him that reproacheth me. Remember what reproach means. Let's read it in modern English. My child, be of good moral character. Be of good moral character. That's what wisdom is. Make me exceedingly glad so I can stand up to those who try to insult me. Follow that through, folks. Uh, my child, be of good moral character, and then you'll be able to stand up 
when people try to insult you. One more. A prudent man foreseeth evil and hideth himself, but the simple pass on and are punished. Let's read that in modern English. A wise person considers unethical situations and avoids them, but the naive ignore them and will surely be punished. You ever met a naive person? They'll wade right into trouble, and it'll hit them right in the face, and I've seen them turn around and do it again. Uh, you got to be careful, folks. you got to plan. you got to know God's Word. you got to know what wisdom is. And that's what this program is all about, is the Word of God. And what's the beginning of wisdom? The reverence or love of God. Until next time, may we all remember that uh, we want to magnify the Lord. Now you know why today's health update is called The Fastest 30 Minutes on the Radio. Making the right decisions becomes so much easier when you know the truth. If you would like to know more about products, call 256-757-0660, visit Herbs and More in Athens or NHC Herb Shop in Killen, or visit our website at www.nhcherbs.com. If you would like to hear our show again or share it with someone, go to Herbs and More Athens' Facebook page and scroll down to Roy's picture. The shows are uploaded daily. Or go to Podbean on your computer or phone and type NHC19. That's NHC19 in the search bar and scroll down to find the title you wish to listen to. This is Andy Black. Thank you again for listening to today's Health Update.